All right, Lucas, sing it. You know the words. Happy, happy birthday, birthday from all of us to you. We wish happy it was our birthday so we could party too. Hey, happy, happy, happy birthday. May all your dreams come true. Oh, happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday from all of us to you. you. Hey. And many more. We did it. We boiled it up. Hey. Uh, Andrew, you're a year close Andrew. to your death. Wow, the uh, the round of the happy birthday song that was caused by the delay in <laughs> in the Google Hangout was honestly a nightmare inducing. Oh, I, I held off all day just like I did with Lucas, not wishing you a happy birthday just because I wanted to make it seem like I forgot and then bring oh, out a song I, again I like I did with notice. Lucas. And then you like mentioned it offhandedly and I was like, oh, I know what Andrew's doing. He's trying to be like, oh, Ryan, you didn't wish me a happy birthday. I'm like, well, yep. do that I have it. a surprise for you? That was it. That was why you said that. I yep. know. Don't worry. I'm inside your head. Uh, Andrew already got my gift, so I think all of my obligations are fulfilled. Yeah. I didn't, didn't, did not know that I was going to get a gift from Lucas. Yeah, but geez, gift. Was, I didn't get a gift. It was yes. very... Uh, I mean, yeah, Ryan, Lucas got me a <laughs> gift. Uh, uh, why aren't you a better friend? My gift is my presence. Also, as always. Yeah, yeah no, I want a present. Oh, no. <laughs> also, did you really not see it coming when I asked you out of nowhere through Facebook Messenger if you had uh, actually bought a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn at some point? No, I, I absolutely knew that's what you were getting at. <laughs> but, be- but, be- but before that, you had also asked if I had the amiibo of Mifa from the legend of Zelda. And so I thought you were going to send that. And then you just were offhandedly asking about horizon zero dawn for no reason. That's what we call the bait and switch. Also, would you believe me if the copy of horizon zero dawn, I got you was cheaper than the Mifa amiibo. <laughs> Holy shit. How much does a Mifa amiibo cost? Uh, with shipping like 40 bucks. Oh my Jesus god! Jesus Christ! Don't get that for Andrew. <laughs> no, <laughs> please, dear God, that's not coming on the way, is it? No, it is not. Um, okay. They are totally sold out of those in storefronts, and that is what the scalping market has deemed them to be worth. Wow, I guess a popular item that you know, useless plastic statue toy of a fish girl. I mean, you can. That sounds like a way to put it. You can use it in games for a console you don't have. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing that's a Switch, right? Or is that the Wii 2 or whatever the hell? I think you can do it on both. Uh, yes, Wait, you can no, do it. No, what's the. Yeah. Isn't there a new Wii coming? Am I crazy? No. No. There was a, oh. there was a Wii U. I no, I didn't forget about the Wii U. Unlike the market, I was just, oh. just going to say, well, you'd be the first one. Yeah, no, I thought there was a new. Was it just a new Nintendo console in general that was kind of being parlayed? Oh no, it's their online service. Oh jeez, no. I'm just off. You know, because usually you want your video game console to have access to the internet, you know, two years after it comes out. I mean, it does currently, but now it's going to start costing money, but also have a couple more features, so maybe it's worth no. it, but not really. Wait, Switch is going to have a subscription model? Yeah. Damn. I was, like, actually half looking into it just because I wouldn't have any subscriptions to pay for oh, still. Dude, it's like 20 bucks a year. 
Yeah, that's that's annoying. That's a money. year? That's so frustrating. All Steam's right. free. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> it, it, it's just frustrating to me, the idea that I'd be paying 20 bucks a year for as long as I want to play online. Like, right now, I only play PlayStation 3 and PC, so I can go back to my old PlayStation 3 games and, like, hop into online matches and I don't have to pay for subscriptions and BS. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, it's great. I guess that's fair. Great. I've kind of gotten used to the... A shitty situation to where it's normal for me, but no, that's fair. They've normalized it. You realize what they've done to you. You've given in. You can't give in. Speaking of, you want to uh, break out GTA Five on the PS3 at some point, or no? Wait, you you have it on the PC, don't you? Yeah, the problem is I have it with the PC, and I'm not sure if I what can it would be use like my old you... characters on PS3. Actually, no, because uh, I did. I logged on on PS3. Yeah, we should do it sometime. Yeah. I got my PS3 in storage, and I can just break it out of the tote, plug it in sometime, hook it up to Badger Weefy. Mm. Badger Weefy. It's very important. Wait, now everyone's going to know your Wi-Fi if they want to hack you. They don't know the password. They don't know how to spell it. Yeah, no one no one knows how to hack a Wi-Fi password. <laughs> they also don't know where I live. Well. No, no, no. I, I mean, like, they, don't know, they don't know how to spell my network. They don't know what it is. Oh, it's not Badger Weefy? I mean, like, it, it's, yeah. No. <laughs> how do you spell that? Classic. I know I'm going to ask Lucas to bleep the things that I say, but I know that he'll say that he will and that he just won't. I promise to try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, Andrew, where, where's, uh, man, where's your new apartment at? I want to check it out on Google Maps. Oh, Bro. it's, uh... Yeah, it's insert name of street and street number and apartment number. You should have uh, done Lucas's job for him and been like, Beep. oh yeah, it's right over by, and that's where I live. <laughs> Just make it seem like Lucas actually cut out something. <laughs> Lucas doing editing work. What? <laughs> I say as you know, the one that probably does the least amount of editing in this group. How uh, how's that Adobe Suite subscription working out for you? It was only sixty bucks a year, so great. <laughs> Haven't used perfect. it once. All right, do we want to kick this thing off? Let's do, Let's it. do it. Probably, or at least for me to carry. How bad was the delay on that? It it couldn't have sounded any better than what it did. That doesn't say anything. Yeah, that doesn't sound like very high praise. Welcome to the Volunteer Viewing Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where every season is football season. Today, we got the Coastal Elite, Ryan Holtz, the Midwest Oak Boy, Andrew Clark, 
Hey, I'm Andrew. Go fuck yourself. Keeping the continuity. <laughs> Canon. Keeping it going. Uh, and me, the meme machine, Lucas DeRider. How's everyone doing? No, not great in in our in our world of fantasy because certain oak boys <laughs> decided to just just explode and just kill everything. It was hey, fine. I'm the oak boy. Go fuck yourself. Uh, adding yeah. to the canon. Uh, yeah. I mean, my I believe that my fantasy team performed very well this week. Your team did as well. Uh, we both outshot our projections. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, Delaney Walker broke his ankle and is out for the rest of the season. I have to find a new tight end. Yeah, that definitely doesn't make me feel any better. It makes me feel a lot worse. Hey, so... you may have lost, but also this man is hurt really bad. Yeah. Also, this person's livelihood is at risk. Not unlike Aaron Rodgers. I, I still Hold have PTSD. <laughs> yeah, no. That was a traumatic roller coaster of emotions. My God. Never what, again. What a great game last night, the night before <laughs> Nine, September 10, 2018. 10, 2018. Is the my, date. My, my, dad went to, my dad went to bed at halftime. Oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or well, no. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. No. It would have been at halftime because he didn't know that Rogers went back in until he woke up the next morning and he saw my text messages. Oh my god. Because and what a he monster. had told. I called him during halftime. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. Like, I'm. So I gotta get up early. And this, you know, I'm really sad. And this, <laughs> this isn't gonna go well. And and then Aaron Rodgers came back in. I was like, oh well, at least he's alive. And then, lo and behold, miracles can happen. He's yeah. alive. So, if, so my dad felt like a jackass. If you, I mean, he should. Yeah. If you give a man at the pinnacle of human fitness enough painkillers to daze an elephant, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. no, he, see, he seemed kind of out of it. I don't know if it was because of the painkillers or just the pain. Because I can't imagine they would have given him painkillers that actually made him loopy. Because that would be <laughs> that'd be pretty bad football like risk. But also, yeah, he seemed pretty <laughs> fucked. I mean, what if like as soon as the game ended, the pain was so unbearable, he like walked up to a trainer and said, "Hit me now," and then they're like, "Aaron, your post game starts now," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> I I just imagine that he was so excited at the performance that he had and that the team, you know, did as well as it did, that as soon as the game ended, he just ripped a fat bong. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed he seemed a little more painkillery, depressive-y out of it to me. He did not seem uh <laughs> Oh no, like his with it. his like like immediately after the game, his eyes were like wide and bugging out. Yeah. They're like, what was your injury? <laughs> He's like, my knee <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I feel bad. I feel bad making fun of him because he's a he's a literal legend, human human winning machine. One of the greatest to ever play the game. Yeah, those goat memes got a little out of control. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you live anywhere near the the New England area, then you've been dealing with goat memes for a long time. But. They've been around for a while, and they're just as annoying as they always were. He's uh, yeah. 
He's got, he's got at least half a decade and change left in his career. Let's let, let's wait before we go throwing that label around. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're not gonna not throw around our hot takes in the news of the week segment. Do you guys have a song? Should I do a song? I don't know. Is there something that we haven't sang already? Uh, I wake up every evening with a big smile on my face. Never feels out of place. Yeah, so uh, there was going to be a Nintendo Direct, but then a natural disaster happened and there wasn't. Seems pretty natural. Yeah. Um, has led to, like, some weird video game announcements. Just, yeah, stuff kind of dropping out of nowhere because it was going to be announced in the Direct, but then stuff is still on a timetable, so if there's no Direct, it still has to go out or get marketing material out. So, yeah, it's weird, and we don't know when the follow-up date's going to be, but what it is, and it was probably the right call postponing it. But something we do know a lot about is Call of Duty Black Ops III's Battle Royale map. What do you guys think of this collage of nostalgia? I feel ashamed (laughs) saying that when I saw the trailer, yeah, I, I felt very nostalgic. I was like, oh man. I had fun playing Call of Duty Black Ops as a freshman in high school. This looks fun. I mean, like, it wore off, but... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, 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 like, a partially, like, oh, man. And then I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, you're a little muted on my end. Yeah, your mic's really quiet. No, I just want to make sure, like, it's picking up on your mic. Totally fine. Yeah, I, I oh. hope it was. Okay, Thanks. cool. There you go. All good. Um, That comes out next month, right? Black Ops? Yeah, it's always November. No, is it November usually? Two months? It's, u- it's usually November, but when's it come out? I think October. Like, late October. October 12th. Wow, that's really early for the f- the I I I I iteration mm-hmm. of the Black Ops series. Yeah, and changing up the formula. Don't want to compete with any and all of the games coming out in November. Because dear God, are there a lot of them? Maybe it's because there isn't a story mode or a campaign or whatever they call it. But it feels like this isn't really being marketed super heavily because without a narrative to ground that in, I I don't know exactly what you do. Yeah, marketing is a a little bit hard when you don't have a story. But just because, you know, we're so used to seeing trailers that kind of showcase some sort of plot. Whereas, I mean, like, I feel like Call of Duty has done it longer than anyone else, though, where they just show 
a montage of multiplayer footage and everyone just jizzes their pants. Or I mean, that's how I remember it being in high school. But like, I feel like that's just what they've been doing for all of Black Ops. I I I I. And I mean, I doesn't eh, feels fine. And that's because every mode of the new Call of Duty game is gonna have narrative elements. Yeah, because you can make your own story when you kill people. Oh, also, are we going to talk about the fact that there are fucking zombies in the Battle Royale mode? Wait, I missed that. What? Yeah. Like, apparently one of the weapons you can get is... You know, you remember in uh, zombies mode where there was, like, the the monkey with, like, the clapping uh, yeah. mm-hmm. hands and it would draw the all the bomb. zombies to it? Yeah, the monkey bomb. Yeah. The you can pick up a weapon apparently in this game where it's the monkey bomb and you throw it and then zombies come out of nowhere and like attack people in the area. They're trying to make it Fortnite. <sighs> okay, if that's decent AI, that might actually be kind of fun. Yeah, that was just like briefly in the trailer. But yeah. Oh, I hope it's actually uh zombies that walk around and not just that's like the animation that plays when the bomb explodes instead of just damage oh yeah who knows we will in a month and some change actually about exactly a month yeah Alright, next up, Polygon, the mostly video games but kind of intersectional nerd website, uh, changes the way they review games. They will no longer publish a review score and in some cases may not even play a game to completion before publishing an article reviewing it. Um, I don't know how I feel about this because I know that it's been a thing for a while where... You know, people have been kind of saying that the, you know, a score out of five or a score out of ten a lot of times doesn't really do video games justice because they're more subjective than some media like movies mm-hmm. or television or books. But at the same time, if you read this article, they're basically going to a pass-fail model where they're like, yeah, maybe we won't even finish the game, but the entire, you know, premise of us doing the review is whether or not is telling us whether or not you should buy the game. It's like we, as Polygon, are going to speak for our viewers and say, you know, what we think our viewers should buy and what they shouldn't buy. Because I think at that point you're missing the whole argument against the skull the scores for video game reviews. Because the whole point of like saying that you shouldn't have a score usually is people saying video games can be experienced differently by different people. And you could have a game that scores badly on IGN or Kotaku or something, but that some people really enjoy. This is them straight up saying, we are going to decide what you should buy. And I, I don't think I like it at all. Also, where they're like, we're not, we might not even finish the game. Like, I feel like that just doesn't make any sense. I guess... If they're trying to get the reviews out quicker, that'd be one thing. But then at that point, they're just trying to get their traffic up. They're not trying to do anything for the user base, is how I see it. I mean, I think I agree with the first part of your point, where 
game reviews or anything even kind of of that nature shouldn't be a pass-fail model. You should really just kind of... Because, yeah, unless a game is just terrible in every possible regard, then there are going to be some people who, even if you didn't like it, they are going to appreciate elements of it more and react to it differently. Uh, So, yeah, I think they're flawed in going that route. But I'm going to push back against the uh, part of their statement where they say that they, in some cases, might not even finish a game. I think there might be merit in, you know, you sit down with a 30, 40, 50-hour game, get halfway through it, and then write your impressions from there. Because I think there are definitely games that, boy, this is so bad, so not fun that even if there is some turnaround in the final chapter, it's not going to make up for how terrible it's been to get here. Well, oftentimes, if you have a game that's going to take that long to complete, you know, video game websites, you know, video game journalism websites like IGN or, you know, uh, Game Critic or something like that will do a review in progress segment where over the course of one or two days before the re- excuse me, before the review actually comes out, they'll, you know, put out kind of a, a short article saying, like, we're 10 hours, 20 hours into the game. This is our impressions of it so far. And once the, you know, game is finished, we'll let you know if, you know, those opinions have changed. And I think that kind of, you know, makes up for that. If Because, you know, they'll address the problems and say, yeah, you know, we're not really feeling that this is working but I feel like if you are reviewing something, you have to finish it, because you, you can't explain to someone else the you know the full effect or experience of some piece of media without experiencing it in, in its entirety yourself. Well, but then because if you if you review a game and you say yeah this story doesn't make any sense I got halfway through it and it kind of sucks, and you don't finish the story, and something happens later on that would change your opinion of that then you failed as a journalist. Well, but then you kind of get to the territory where, because video games are products in a medium where the products can constantly change at any point, stuff can be patched in, patched out, DLC can be added to it. Are you ever playing the entirety of a game when you publish a review? And just because of the way games work, you could have different experiences, different encounters within it that would make it uh, fair to say that, no, you didn't get the entire experience of this game. Somebody else could have a totally different series of events play out for them. I mean, like, that that's true, but I still feel like you, if you have a piece of media that exists at one point in time and your goal is to review it, you have to finish it. If things come along later, then either you know review that as well or don't. But you you know you still have to give your opinion and your criticism of something as it exists, where the public would then experience it at that point. Ryan, do you have any opinion that might break this tie? No, I was pretty much in line with both of you. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I, I I heard what one person said, and I heard what the other person said, and I'm like, yeah, I've never been into games journalism as much, and 
these people seem informed. <laughs> I'll listen to what they have to say. Well, my my criticism isn't coming as much from my knowledge of games journalism because I'm I feel like I'm not an expert in games journalism whatsoever. It's just that's my opinion as a person who consumes media like everyone else. That if you have, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just I just feel like I they're trying to address a problem, but they're going about it in the wrong way. Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> I, I'd like to see what their policy looks like uh, a couple years down the line, if this sticks or if it does kind of get edited in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and to their credit, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's a totally pass-fail system. They have started kind of a running list of, hey, these are games that you should definitely check out. They are masterclasses of what they're trying to do. And it, it seems like the, it, right now it is kind of tiered in more of a, yeah, this wasn't so great. Yeah, there's something to like in these games. And then, no, these are the shit. You should definitely check them out. But... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, you guys want to move on to something that is simultaneously a lot more fun and a lot more sad? Sure. <laughs> Volunteer Hearing Podcast, the only podcast where we just say things to make you sad. Your father never loved you. You're just afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I can't I wait to drink that your form. milkshake. It, it's not that exciting. It's uh, like a caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um uh the new Spider-Man game came out. It's pretty good, and within it, uh the developers hid a marriage proposal uh from a guy who was really excited for the game to come out to his girlfriend, but in the interim between the game coming out and him asking them to do this, she broke up with him and maybe is dating his brother now. Oh no, she's absolutely dating his brother. He, His side of the story is that his girlfriend left him, like, you know, that his brother stole her away from him. She's saying that she dumped him and then at a later point started dating his brother not that it matters the the point is is that he asked her to marry him in a video game but it didn't come out for a couple of months and then now she's dating his brother i actually checked the timestamp on the tweet and that was in uh no i guess may would have been like three four months ago now one of the uh the weird things about the uh, Kotaku article that you sent us about this case where it's like, yeah, they're going to try to like patch it out because it's kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. They quote it as, because this guy's name is Schultz, Tyler Schultz. Uh, they describe him as a sleep-deprived Schultz says that he <laughs> and Madison, who the proposal was directed, broke up several weeks ago. <laughs> to use his exact words, she dumped him to go with his brother. But they're like a sleep-deprived Schultz. What, what does that mean? Well, he made a he published what? a video, and he's clearly going through a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. 
<laughs> the meaning behind the saddest Easter egg in game history. Damn. Oh, he went and played it. No, oh. he found it. There's footage of him reacting to seeing oh, it. Shit. He doesn't look happy. Oh, I mean, I, if everything in the article is accurate, clearly by the end of this, this wasn't a super great relationship, and maybe the people involved weren't in the greatest mindsets, but holy shit, they have just got to be going, they both have just got to be dealing with so much right now. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Back Can you in the nineties, I was in a very <laughs> show. Oh my! Oh boy! If the production schedule were different, this would totally be in the next season of BoJack Horseman. Yeah. All right, you guys want to talk yeah, about TV? That, that's that's some sitcom level of. Yep. Yeah, just bullshittery. And speaking of sitcoms. <laughs> 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 yeah. The biggest sitcom of all time. In House of Cards, the trailer for the, everyone's favorite sitcom, House of Cards. Laugh a minute. Kevin Spacey as Frank Underwood. First he was Not a anymore. <laughs> then he was the president. Robin Wright as Claire Underwood. Um, Kevin Spacey's dead in House of Cards, which I, I they had to write him out of the show somehow, right? And I guess if this is how they do it, this is how they do it. Wasn't he just not in the last season or something? No, he was. Oh, he was? At the very end of the season, he kind of like stepped aside and Claire took over and Claire said, my turn. And that was how the this, this season ended. So I don't know... <laughs> It's going to be like a weird anticlimactic, like, she's like, my turn, and then he just dies, <laughs> and, then the, and then the final season is hers? Like, I don't know. She just pulls out a gun and shoots him in the face. Yeah, the, immediately following her line. I don't know. I will retroactively watch all of this show if they, beat for beat, do Rick and Morty's King Jellybean joke with Kevin Spacey's character. Boy, that's uh, I feel like that might be crossing a line too much. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That that might be too much. It it's too real. It's too fresh. But he does have a tombstone, so you know it's real. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, it it would be pretty bad if this turned out to be a fake out death. At the very end of the season, he just pops out of the grave. He's like, my turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> raw turn, like zombie. <laughs> and then they could use a different actor instead of Ke- Kevin Spacey because it'd just be like a like a decomposed face. They'll hire seven Pacey. <laughs> Casey. Why did I say Pacey? <laughs> They'll hire well, why seven did you say Casey. Seven? seven isn't a name. Because Kevin Spacey, seven Casey. Yeah, okay. All right, they're they're gonna they're gonna find a way to get a terrible human being back into the into the swing of things. Well, one can hope, right? Ha ha ha! Yes, and oh boy, I uh, 
I'm, yeah, they're going to figure out a way to do it. He's going to have a comeback tour or an attempt at one at some point, and I don't know if we as a society are ready to deal with that, but I don't know. Yeah, we already had the microcosm, so who knows. But in positive news, Twitter finally permanently suspended Alex Jones and the InfoWars Twitter account. Not because, you know, he said terrible things about parents who lost their children in gun violence or promoted terrible government conspiracies that also resulted in people nearly uh, dying at the hands of people with guns. Nope. He got banned because the founder of Twitter, Jack, whatever his last name is, was at a congressional hearing, and then Alex Jones showed up and was going to harass him a little bit. Well, the official reason that uh, he got kicked off is because Alex Jones posted a like a raving Twitter rampage and a couple of videos, like harassing the shit out of this one reporter, and like apparently like maybe called for you know some shit to happen and. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then also... Oh, so what he does he, on a Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, he also uh, kind of got into a fight with Marco Rubio. <laughs> he, like... Marco Rubio was doing, a, like, a TV interview, and then, like, Alex Jones just kind of popped up and screened and, like, grabbed his shoulder and, like, started telling him that, like, he needs to change things. And Marco Rubio's like, don't touch me. What the fuck? And then... <laughs> Alex, Alex Jones is like, what, you going to fight me? And then he's like, Marco Rubio told someone to get him out of there. He's like, oh, are you going to make me leave? And Marco Rubio said, no, I'll take care of you myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tough guy Marco Rubio <laughs> yeah. needs his own TV show. But then Alex Jones is like, are you going to beat me up? And then he said, no. I'll have... <laughs> and like, like, okay. And then, like, they started laughing at each other, like, trying to prove who was a bigger man. He's like, ha, 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 you don't scare me. He's like, ha, 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 I don't care about you. And and then Alex Jones just kind of left. Yeah. And then, oh, Marco Rubio also tried to pretend that he didn't know who Alex Jones was. He's like, who are you? I have no idea who you are. <laughs> and then he's like, you haven't heard of InfoWars? He's like, well, no, I know who you are, but, like, who are you? It was weird. What do you think? That was the last last little bit of internet gold we got of, out of Alex Jones before he, you know, is gone forever. Thank God. What do you What do you think bothers him more? Not being able to see his Twitter feed or not being able to see his kids? Ooh, hot wow. takes. Love it. <laughs> I. But in all reality, the Twitter feed. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That those are his he priorities. Get, he didn't get influence or power out of his children. <laughs> Oh my god! Unless he did like the Daddy O Five thing and I, abused them. I mean, I'm pretty sure in that court case they made that argument. This is only a matter of time. Yeah. And now it's time for us to move on to the breakouts. Take- moving on up, moving on up. To the east side, something is something way up high. Have you guys seen that uh, Chappelle's show sketch? 
We're gonna have to be more specific. Uh, yeah, jeez, there's a lot of those. Uh, the one where it's, um, I think it's uh, African American trivia, and it's done like a game show. And then the final question to win actual money is, what is this lyric uh, from? Uh, shoot, what was the name of that TV show? That you guys were singing the theme song. Oh. Uh, is it the Jeffersons? Yes. Yeah. What, Jeffersons. what is this lyric from okay. the Jeffersons TV? I, did, I didn't know uh, if you were show. asking us or yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I couldn't yeah, tell. Sorry. Okay. Quality content. <laughs> Andrew, what what's up with BFV? BFV. Um. Well, the open beta was this weekend and today, and I don't know how long it goes, but. Uh, I'm a, I'm a bit worried, you know, I'm a big Battlefield boy. Um, <laughs> I loved Battlefield one and after playing the beta, like, I'm not saying it's a bad game. Everything works very well. Uh, it just doesn't feel right to me. It's, I don't know the, just the pace and the way the mechanics work, it, nothing works poorly. I'm not saying that there are, you know, balancing problems, but it just doesn't feel the same to me. And it is a different game, so at least, you know, they're changing up the formula a little bit. It just doesn't feel like what I want my Battlefield game to feel like. So it's not, you know, I'm not telling anyone to not buy the game or to buy the game. And I'm not Polygon over here. But... <laughs> um, like, I don't know, it's just the time to kill is so much faster, but also sniper rifles are, like, severely underpowered. Uh, you have very little ammo. Uh, there's no, like, you don't heal over time. In order to get ammo and, like, a health pack, you can carry a health pack on you, which, if you use it, it goes away, and you, like, start to heal slowly. And then you have to like go to a health station and pick up another one or go to an ammo station to pick up ammo because you don't start with full ammo. Uh, and then also, you know, if you're a support character or a medic, you can, you know, give them out to people. But like, I don't know, the pacing is just kind of weird. And I feel like you never get all the people in one spot like you did in Battlefield 1 where like shit's just going crazy. I feel like it's just always a couple people running around in an open field or, you know, like hiding around the corner. And, like, you, you kill people very quickly. Like, the, the damage on the guns is so much higher than it was in Battlefield 1. Also, the way that they have the, uh, the guns for the different classes doesn't feel quite right to me. Like, instead of with Battlefield 1 with the medics having, like, the semi-auto rifles that, you know, had good range... Those guns are now on the assault class that ha like has the anti-tank stuff, hmm. and the the medics have the close-range submachine guns. Uh, like some classes also have random like shotguns or like SMGs. I don't know. It just it just doesn't feel right to me, and I can't really explain anything other than that. Where it's like, I don't think I would want to buy the game if it felt like that. I don't think I'd have that great of a time playing it. But what about in their Battle Royale mode where you throw a special grenade and then the guys from Bad Company 2 show up in a tank <laughs> and murder murder someone? 
<laughs> I might have to buy it then if that happens. But what if it's just like the animation instead of damage of the guys doing that? <laughs> then is it, is it worth it? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like in order to get the full effect, there has to be a player somewhere whose job it is to just appear as the bad company dude <laughs> if someone throws a certain attack. It's not even the CPU, it's like... No, it's just a man just who is who paid minimum wage to Oh, the person gets paid. It's their job. They sit in a room until their screen turns on, and then they are the Bad Company <laughs> 2 man going into this random match to shoot people. Wait, have you guys, uh, have you guys heard that rumor? It's like customer support, or like <laughs> IT, but for fucking you up. Have you guys heard that uh, Bad Company rumor? No. What to? Is it till the day you die? <laughs> nice. Uh, no, a lot of people are speculating <laughs> nice. that to uh, bring up sales for Battlefield Five. They'll do. Uh, they'll kind of do what Call of Duty did last year. And if you buy Battlefield Five, you get a remastered edition of uh, Battlefield Bad Company. Hey, it mm. works, man. Mm. I, I mean, know a it, lot it of would work. Swear by yep. Modern Warfare. Yeah. They they would have had to announce this a long time ago. Like, I can see them remastering Bad Company 2 or Bad Company or something, but there's no way that they're going to make the bundle now with, like, a pre-order or, like, a limited edition. Like, it's too close to the launch. Ooh, I, they got to, like, November it's, or December, right? It's two months away. It's sometime in November. I, but, oof. like, I feel like this is something they would have had to announce a long time ago before people started pre-ordering the other versions of the game. Because, like, think about it. If you pre-ordered the $60 version, you're not going to then cancel your pre-order and lose your deposit or whatever to buy a $100 game. No, I think it would just come with the $60 version. Mm, no, I think, like, when uh, no, Advanced I... Warfare or whatever it was did the uh, remastered Call of Duty 4, it was, like, 80 or 90 bucks. Well, yeah, but people got pissed about that. So I think this one, if they did it smart, it would just be the $60 base version of this game comes with a download code to get a Bad Company remastered. Yeah, and EA, the company known for doing all the things <laughs> smart that make gamers happy. I, uh, they're also looking I to mean, make things up to people, so now yeah, would be I mean, the time? Like, their season pass for Battlefield Five is free. All the DLC is free, so... They specifically cited uh, Battle uh, Battlefront as the reason they were doing that. They're like, we fucked up real bad, and we're trying to make things better. Uh-huh. And speaking of DLC, go for it. No, I, I was trying to segue into Destiny Two because it just launched that DLC, and I've seen that ad literally oh, God. twelve times in the last four videos I've watched. Yes, God, it's every goddamn ad on YouTube. I've been getting Cade. <laughs> this is Cade. This is Cade. We're Promise me about. one thing. Put, Put Alder in, in the, the ground. ground. <laughs> How's your sister? <laughs> that goddamn ad. Uh, I'm familiar with that. I've been getting the uh, League of Legends ads to... That's clearly them trying to make up for the fact that it came out that they're a terrible place to work, but... No, we're talking about Destiny right now, and Andrew and I... Well, wait, been... hold, hold on one second. 
Am I the only one that's seen the ad for League of Legends where it's basically saying, like, are you bad at shooters because you're, you're just not good at them? Try playing League <laughs> of Legends. You don't have to shoot. Nope, I've seen that one. Definitely never gotten that ad. I think that was targeted, Andrew. <laughs> oh. Targeted at people with no aim. Yeah. Hey, Get I'm good. I'm good at Battlefield 1, and I you can never take that away from me, even I mean, if I am really I, bad I, at Battlefield 5. <laughs> yeah, no, Battlefield 5 might be just, a, like, the perfect game, and because I'm not good at it, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, Destiny 2. It was free <laughs> on PlayStation Plus this month, even though it came out a year ago. <laughs> And there's still, like, DLC coming out for it and shit. I, well, yeah, but that it's... Just giving the game away for free. I went to GameStop yesterday just to, like, look around because oh. I was in the area. And a used copy of Destiny 2 is still, like, $30. I didn't even think of that. They have to be pissed. Yeah, people paid money for that game. And it's just free now. I mean, only for the month, and if you paid for PlayStation Plus, which everyone with a PS4 did. Mm-hmm. What about everyone? What about um, people on submarines? What? Remember that whole scandal? Uh, yeah. No, what? During the beginning launch wars, it was announced that the Xbox One had to have internet connectivity in order to play games. And then in the press conference, someone was like, I'm in the Navy. Like, we play Xbox 360 all the time offline. I live on a submarine. There's no internet. How will we play Xbox One? And the guy was like, uh... Like he just had no answer whatsoever. Like, I mean, yeah, I that's mean, like, a good point. I mean, like, a, probably a more relatable thing would be like, hey, what if I'm going on vacation and, like, I'm taking it with me or, like, we've got a cabin or something and, you know, like, or want to play it in the car. Like, but, yeah. Why, why would you not be able to just turn on your Xbox and play a video game if it didn't have Wi-Fi? Yep. I think it's stupid that Destiny, as an entire game in in its existence, has to be online for you to play it, even if you're not playing with other people. I think that's stupid. But it's an MMO. I mean, yeah, I guess. That... Like it is, but it's an like MMO still. that makes you do a bunch of like an hour and a half's worth of stuff by yourself before you can play with other people for some goddamn yeah, that... reason. Yeah, that shit was annoying. Oh. <laughs> the tutorial for, like, the game extends way past even really the tutorial part. Like, there's the part where they're teaching you how to play the game, and you're doing all the shooty, jumpy, Destiny stuff. And then, like, that lasts for, like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. And then there's, like, another 20-minute sequence where you're, like, doing some story stuff. And then there's another, like, entire mission that you have to do after that. That is not teaching you anything that you cannot play with other people. And they actually... You, you have to finish that, like, the first two hours of the game before you can actually do something with another player. And they actually take away a lot of the abilities and powers that the, the tutorial taught you how to use further kind of... Uh, I, I don't know. I... I don't know what they were thinking with this game design, but I am not a fan of And then of also immedi- immediately give it back to you. Like, there's a whole sequence where you have to do shit without your powers that, you know, I just think that's stupid. And then you, they're like, oh, man, you lost your powers. This is, like, changing everything. And then immediately you get it back. And you're like, oh, everything's just fine now. 
but the game is fun. It is fun being two hours in and not even being able to play with a friend like I'm supposed to. I don't think I would ever have downloaded this if it weren't for the fact that it were free and that, boy, this might be a fun thing to do with a buddy that's not Fortnite. I feel like that novelty is going to wear off around the five or six hour mark, but it's a fun time right now. Yeah, I mean, like, even when I wasn't playing with you because, you know, you were offline for a little bit, I went back online and I tried grinding for a little bit. I just kind of played around in the common area where they always just constantly have enemies doing shit mm-hmm. to shoot. I did that for like an hour and a half, just shooting enemies and jumping around and doing cool shit. Like, it's it's fun. Like, the game is very entertaining. Mm. Even when you're not getting really anything of substance out of it, because I literally was not even doing a mission. I was just staying in this kind of common area where there's just always enemies dropping in and trying to fuck you up, and it, it was a lot of fun. And I, I agree with you. Probably after playing for an extended period of time, I'm, I'm going to give it more than five or six hours, but after a while, I'm probably going to be like, okay, I've gotten all that I want to get out of it. It was free. I'll delete it. I can re-download it at some point if I want, but no, no skin off my back. Now it just needs crossplay. Yeah, geez, I wish I could participate, but the game isn't allowed. You'd also have to pay for it. You'd you'd have to buy it for full price. <laughs> that mm-hmm. it's pretty discounted by now. Yeah, it'd be on. It would have been on the Steam summer sale. No, oh, absolutely. All right, now it is time for the time that was foretold in the previous podcast. Final space discussion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched the first three episodes. It's a lot of fun. Your time begun. Hmm. I uh, think I got up to episode four. Mm. Maybe. Um, yeah. Now I, w- I want to make thing one thing very clear. Yes, I'm a full red-blooded uh, <laughs> American who was raised in a part of the country that very much values masculinity. But dear God, Mooncake is probably the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I really like Mooncake. Yeah. Every time yeah. Mooncake does anything, I just smile like a goddamn idiot. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like Olaf met um, Pikachu. What, what was, yeah, Pikachu, Mike Wazowski, the aliens <laughs> from Toy Story. <laughs> just super cute and just nothing wrong with it at all. Uh, um, I'm gonna Maybe like a uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna push back a little bit about the fact that his story arc is basically the story arc of every character in the X Men franchise. But no, I I like Mooncake a lot. Yeah, I also like. I, I think the rest of the characters in the show are like really fun to watch. Like Gary is such a dumbass, but he's like so lovable. But he's just such a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> you said that the guy who uh, created the show is also the voice of Gary, right? Yes, Olin Rogers. I re- he's also uh. he's also the uh, voice of Triborth, the weird alien with six eyes that 
It's just super weird. That guy I fucking hate. I think that's the <laughs> point. <laughs> uh, but no, I really love his performance as Gary because you can just tell that this is a guy never thought he'd be able to make this and knows exactly what this character is about. So he is just giving it 110% constantly, and that is just really, really fun and refreshing to see it just so crystallized and well-executed. Well, Olin Rogers, as a YouTuber, he, he like his claim to fame is that he does like a story time thing where he basically just talks about something that was kind of weird that happened to him at some point in his life, but he ha- is just has these really strong oratory skills and this really over-the-top delivery that just makes him really entertaining to watch and listen to. And I definitely see that in Gary. Like, he brought all that to the table. He's been working on it for a long time. Like, I remember when he would make videos, he had been saying that he was working on a cartoon called Final Space, and he was trying to get someone to pick it up, and that was, like, three years ago. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. Can uh can I say something about Gary that I really don't like and that I hope the show fixes as it goes on? Yeah. His attraction to I think her name is Gwen, right? Or some weird sci-fi thing that's close to Gwen. It's, I forget if it's Gwen or Quinn. Uh, it's one of those. You know, it's super yeah, weird. It's Quinn. It's, it's Quinn? Quinn, isn't it? Okay. It's Quinn. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she's Quinn on our podcast, but no, that is <laughs> his attraction to her and the fact that he is just shooting her these daily vlogs without her ever responding over the course of five years is it's genuinely uncomfortable and stalkery and yep i hope the show goes out of its way at some point to say no this is a really bad thing that you're doing and it's not good for you and it's really putting her in a shitty position yeah also gary is absolutely like certifiably insane after spending five years alone on a space station with a bunch of robots that he hates is this happening so far in the future that cruel and unusual punishment doesn't exist or laws against it. University vibe. Yeah. That, because that would absolutely drive you insane, like it did to Gary, that you were just trapped in a spaceship for five years, virtually alone. I mean, they did give him a, a robot that was meant to make him, like specifically to not make him go insane. Like, that's played by Fred Armiston, and like, while everyone hates... Uh, his character god what's the robot's name with the one eye what's kevin is it kevin kevin. Yeah, kevin kevin is so annoying but perfect like fred armison so fucking good but like yeah no like that robot was specifically meant to make him not go insane and i think that's probably the the, the leading factor to gary being absolutely crazy it's like being locked on a spaceship with codsworth yeah mm-hmm. god <laughs> except if codsworth was just like constantly stealing shit from you and annoying you and being like over the top positive and basically yeah. gaslighting everywhere you <laughs> oh, yes absolutely <laughs> um i just i just love like well wait how far are you in it ryan i got the same as you three episodes okay i love the part where kevin is flying down to 
They're like fighting arena arena that was stolen out of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm saving you. Like, oh, I'm saving the day. Kevin's doing great. And Gary says, like, I wouldn't care if you died. No one would give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that's actually a great segue into the one thing I wanted to bring up. Am I the only one who thinks the show is a little tonally weird? Like, juxtaposing the fact that Gary just really wants a cookie against the Coliseum scene where he got the adorable little mooncake just viscerally slaughtering a bunch of aliens and giant puddles of blood and guts forming on the ground. It makes me question who this is for a little bit. Yeah, like, it seems like tonally it would be... Like, I feel like 75% of the time, it's a show that could be, you know, any Cartoon Network show. But then you have moments where Gary is walking around in the skies, like, in the skin of an alien. <laughs> that, that, like, they kind of, you know, the the writers do the logical thing and think, yeah, this was a person who used to be alive. And then is taken to the home of where that person lived. And it's family who missed them. It's like, oh my god, we thought you were dead, we're so happy you're here. And then realizes that he's just a man <laughs> living in the skin of their dead family member. Kids, it's me! Mom! <laughs> yeah. No, the, the show... It, it, I think that the weird tonally stuff for me came off as really, like, actually quirky versus like the modern day like oh let's just say, let's just say know, a bunch like, of weird shit and that'll be funny yeah yeah uh, ha, ha, we're, we're kind of being childish about this it was more just like because it shifted so weird it came off as like a show that you know wasn't going to necessarily follow conventions which i know you touched on andrew so i don't know yeah i like it it definitely uh, if i'm being cynical i i would say it has a youtube vibe to it but if i want to give the show credit that Maybe it's starting to really deserve. I'm not sure. I would say that, no, this is clearly everything about this show is made to Olin Rogers' sensibilities and sense of humor, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very... Mm-hmm. I want to compare it to Rick and Morty because it's the obvious comparison, but it's right. very one person's vision, and it doesn't really line up that well with some of the stuff we've seen before. Which is cool. I think. No. I fucking hate that the cat man's name is Avocado. I love that. No, I love that his son's name is Little Cotto. Uh, okay, that, that's very Dragon Ball of it. Yep. Yes. But I, I think I the exact thought I had when they introduced that character was. No, this show hasn't fucking earned a Catman in, named Avocado yet. It, it. Oh wait, is it Avocado? It's spelled with a T, yeah. Because it'd be dumb oh. if it were just Avocado. I thought it was just Avocado. No, nope. Nope. Like, like the fruit. Oh no! <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, that's gold. <laughs> that's so dumb. Uh, but actually really funny i don't know why because it's oh my god i can't believe they really did that kind of humor 
Yeah. Um, it's true. Uh, right now, this has kind of ca- uh, fallen to a. I watch this while I'm cooking, uh, and then finish it up while I'm eating before getting on to whatever else I'm doing in an evening. Uh, and I think it might continue with that in, in that capacity for me in, until I finish it up whenever that happens. Um, yeah, still, still think Gary's attraction to Quinn is really creepy, and they better address that soon. But outside of that, this is this is pretty fun, even if it is a little tropey. But what do you guys think? I yeah, think I'm I mean, Andrew. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, after the first three episodes, I wasn't left wanting anymore, and I don't think I'll watch any more of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in general, it was just it was refreshing. It was nice to see that, you know, adult swimmy type of content just kind of continuing on forward on other platforms, you know? Like, I was definitely... Not necessarily expecting that, so that good for TBS and good for Konico and all those people involved. TBS and Cartoon Network are both owned by Ted Turner, right? Or am I making that up? Yes. Yes, they're both owned by him, or yes, I'm making it up. No, yes, I think they're both owned by him. Okay. Um, Andrew, you uh, kicked this off, so it's only appropriate that you kind of voice the final definitive opinion on Final Space the show, or at least the first three episodes of it. Well, as I made my as I tried to explain earlier in this podcast, I am morally against giving reviews or criticism for something that I've not experienced in its entirety. (laughs) And so I've only seen the first three episodes of Final Space. I got seven left. And uh, once that's done, you know, I'll let you know. We don't have to all can we don't have to keep watching it together or keep talking about it every week but once jade and i finish it i'll uh, let you know what i think of it as of right now i like it a lot and i'm gonna keep watching <laughs> sell out <laughs> you sold out your convictions Boo. hi kids you should watch this show i will not tell you why just that you should i andrew know what you want Hey kids, welcome to part one of the Final Space Let's Play. Totally not affiliated with this company, don't worry about it. I don't have to report my affiliation to the FCC legally. <laughs> Do you think there are Let's Watches, like like Let's Plays, but it's just people sitting down and watching? It used to be a thing for live stream. Mm-hmm. Like people would stream them watching things and give their hot takes. watch things with them and... Oh, wow, look, they reacted like I would. Crazy. It's dumb. Sounds like it. Leave the Mystery Science Theater 3000 to the professionals. They usually wouldn't even mock it. They would just go like, ha, 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 ha. Or like make a face like, what? And that was like about it. They wouldn't even actually be providing any commentary. That's not even fucking transformative. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why it's Lucas. a bad idea. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I, I love that sentence though that's not even transformative like if it's not breaking ground it's not worth doing well well in fair use that's no no I, 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 I agree it's yeah. just that sentence I think sounds very funny and like <laughs> I'm glad I could entertain 
Wait, isn't formative the lesser known? Am I crazy? I'm sold up. <laughs> what? So, like, you said the formative, like, it needs to be groundbreaking and everything like that. But no, isn't formative kind of the... No, he said if it's not transformative. Oh. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Now I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Movies in disguise. G.I. <sighs> Joe. I'm actually writing an article right now about the She-Ra reboot. Why? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The... What, what? Tell us everything, Lucas. Um, Give me your manuscript. I'll publish it before you. Yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> oh, Lucas, give me your detailed notes and outlines and uh, word count. <laughs> I guess without getting into spoilery territory, um, and this is a very, very small part of the article, but it really undermines the kind of progressive narrative of it uh, of Shira that the only reason she has her powers in the original cartoon is because she's He-Man's sister and if it weren't for a relation to him she she'd just be shit out of luck got it yeah i never watched the original or any He-Man so. Me neither. Also, I'm pretty sure the entire writing team on that was uh, consisted of men. I mean, have you seen the original Shira? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm dude. assuming that was a male-conceived uh, character. Uh, uh, I, there was there was a lot of discussion when the uh, keyframe, uh, what is it called, uh, the key visuals for the new show came out, and a lot of people said they made her look boyish. Uh, and then there's discussion about the original Shiraz design. I don't think the originals was terrible, but there are definitely some character designs in Shira that are going to need to be changed. Yeah. There's a evil wizard lady who you don't see her face. It's maybe implied that she doesn't even have a face, but she's just wearing these saggy wizard robes except around her bust and hips and butt where it's skin tight. And that's probably not going to fly nowadays. I'm sorry, I know way too much about She-Ra now. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah. This is not necessarily a great conversation because you're just an expert, Lucas. Welcome back to the She-Ra podcast yeah. starring Lucas. Voluntary she ra and today we're going to talk about episode 17. Uh, if you'll all turn to page uh, 23 on the script, we will pick up where we left off. Episode 17, Mind Your Words, a very thinly veiled metaphor for the importance of the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. Wow, this show sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> Andrew, you're so inflammatory. <laughs> I'm not going to say the original was good. I feel like it. The, the reboot has a lot of potential to be good, but I do not think the 80s cartoon has necessarily aged well, not unlike a lot of cartoons from the 80s.
Was He-Man used to sell toys? Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah, come on, man. I was like, wasn't that the famous one? So yeah. Yeah. None of this is any value. (laughs) She-Ra was a spinoff of that. And actually, the Reagan administration passed legislation... Uh, not past legislation, just appointed people to the FCC to overturn policies that essentially allowed children's cartoons to be nothing but advertisements for toys. You know, regulation is evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now kids' shows can be commercials. Good job, Ronald Wilson Reagan, a.k.a. The Devil. Boy, are we inflammatory enough yet? Is this Ronald Wilson? Yeah. He's just saying any random name. Ronald Mohammed Wilson. Reagan. The yeah, third. I was going to say you forgot his uh, <laughs> last name there. No, Ronald Wilson, the President of the United States from 1980 to 1988. Oh, no, no, Donnie Will, they always called him. All right, All right. I think you I'm got one inflammatory you. statement left to meet your quota, and then we should wrap this thing down. I've never said anything inflammatory in the days of the world, ever. Um, <laughs> that makes me angry! <laughs> PlayStation 4, a uh, bit of a failure. I don't know. <laughs> Felt like it never really won over the market in the United States. I feel like uh, amongst the youth, the Xbox is actually going to come out on top, even though the PlayStation 4 came out uh, earlier to higher numbers. I can feel your head turning to the side with every additional uh, sentence. Ah! <laughs> yeah. That's the it's sound of your head cocking. It's, uh, it's a good cadence. At least I didn't pitch my voice up with every concurrent sentence. Concurrent. You don't want to totally rip off the Family Guy bet, uh, bit. bit blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, it transformed into that because you put me on the spot saying, say something that you that's going to rile people up. Say something that's going to mess with the normies. <laughs> say something that in 30 years, alt-right people are going to dig them up and then you're going to get banned from every social media platform and universally hated and fired from your movie franchise. Wait, did you actually get banned from social media? We don't have time. No. Have Various time people got, you know, they had to leave social media and everything like that and other mm-hmm. various people got kicked off their movie franchises all great uh, I still gotta scrub through my Twitter and Facebook posts yeah yeah I've, 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 I've had a couple of passes <laughs> you don't you don't get it all on the first pass because <laughs> then five years later you're like oh no this needs to go too <laughs> damn and I was really proud of this photoshop Nah, well. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, once, once images get involved, then that starts to get a little more not okay more quickly. Pictures is worth a thousand words. And we spoke more than that on this episode 16 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Thanks for checking in. Be sure to smash the like button. Follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. And send us an email at voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. We will answer any question that does not relate to the pants story. Because we've gated that off.
Oh, all you guys do is just ask about the pants story. We have thousands and thousands of viewer submissions, and they're all asking for the pants story. Give us one normal question, guys, and we'll answer. Good job, Broden. <laughs> or no, I guess that was more Zach. Yeah, that was more Zach. It was a little Zach. Yeah. Oh, Zach. You guys see, haven't you done well? The most recent one that just came out? I've seen no, I've been really bad on staying up to date with YouTube lately. I've seen everything from the new season besides that one. Got it. That's the best one, though. So, <laughs> oh. All right. I haven't been the biggest fan of the outdoor season, uh, but the last one's definitely my favorite part. Uh, so. I thought the... I... Are you masturbating? Wait, wait. Did you stop recording? What? What? Well, why are we stopping to know? I don't think we were done. Okay. Um, Ryan and I. <laughs> hey, viewers at home. Ryan and I are just now learning that Andrew stopped recording <laughs> about three minutes ago. So I guess we have to end this now. We can't hear you, Andrew. The viewers will never understand what you're saying. He is saying a lot of inappropriate things to us right now wow, that we're going to have to bring up to our HR department later. But... I'm going to write this down on a notepad so in 25 years you can get kicked off your movie franchise. But, uh, yeah, once again, thanks for turning in. Uh, turning in. Tuning in. I'm Lucas. I'm... That was Andrew's version. And I'm Ryan. Mm. See you on the flippity-flop. Hey, I'm Andrew.